welcome to Snooze Crew. My name is Ryan. My name's Darren. Welcome to you, Darren. And you, Ryan. I hope so, that you find this uh, discussion soothing and relaxing, because I know how much you enjoy listening to these to help you sleep. I think we need to work on it because it's not helping. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm still struggling to sleep, so I think we need to um, do something different. So maybe I'll start off today's episode. Ah, change with, things up a little. With a new segment. Okay. Just called Quotes. Excellent. So, so hopefully these will soothe our minds and be slightly stimulating, but not too much to get us fully alert. So the first one is from Maya Angelou. Mm. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm, so true. Right. And, and then there's another one that spoke to me and it's, it's, um, by, Colonel Saunders, he said. Saunders or Sanders, like Colonel, the KFC Colonel, guy, Colonel Kentucky Fried Chicken yeah. dude. Yeah, Sanders. He said, "I'm too drunk to taste this chicken." <laughs> and how did that make him feel? I, it's just, it was probably pre- feeling pretty good, but that's that's <laughs> his his quote. And then. <laughs> The last special quote I have is from my favorite, all-time favorite um, character, Calvin, off of Calvin and Hobbes um, Mm. cartoons. Mm -hmm. He said, sometimes I think the surest sign that intelligent life exists elsewhere in the universe is that none of it has tried to contact us. Mm. That's that's a valid point. I mean, if you think about it, it does make sense that if they're really intelligent, they probably should steer clear of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's my high-end contribution to this podcast. It's all up to you now to carry us through to the end. That's, wow. Um, that's I feel excited about the opportunity to <laughs> pick up the mantle, I guess you'd say. Mantle. Yeah. Pick, pick up the mantle. Isn't that the expression? Pick up the mantle? Like it's like, you know, carry the torch sort of idea. Yeah. Is that like a coat? Mantle? Because it's not what you put I don't know. It's one of those place. idioms that, you know, like we talked about idioms before. I don't know what the origin of it is. Isn't that your specialty? You're the linguist. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a dumb word. Never use it again. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was looking, speaking of words. The other day we were talking about Costco. We, Costco has come up a lot. It's kind of an ongoing theme with us. And uh, I, I talked to you about how I ended up buying two kayaks that didn't fit in our vehicle. And how I crushed uh, some cream puff-like treats with, uh, I think it was silk, like almond milk 
you know, because I don't arrange the groceries very well, much to my wife's chagrin. But it bothered me because I couldn't remember what they were calling. Of course, I told you before, I cannot let things go. So I had to look it up. And I did look it up. And I figured out what they're called. Okay. They're <laughs> little. They're round. They're about an inch thick or so, about an inch and a half wide. They look like little, almost they look like little like sliders, like little burgers, except for that. They're just like a sweet treat. And they're kind of foamy and light. They're called macarons. Have you ever had a macaron? Oh, uh, yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. I was looking this up, and I came across, like, a huge feud online breaking out over the word macaron because some people were insisting, no, they're macaroons. And so I found this one guy who or girl who wrote about it uh, on SeriousEats.com said pronouncing macaron it says i don't like coming off as a dunce so i figured out how to say it the french way if you want to call it that which maybe would be like macaron i don't even know and i speak french uh it says it kind of irks me when people correct me with macaroon because they're different things right and so this person's talking about that and talks about this debate right and uh there's actually two different foods they're completely different cookies this person's saying One's called a macaron, which is kind of the light foamy texture thing. And then a macaroon is different material. It's uh, it's explained a little further on in here. But before I get into the details of it, there was a whole bunch of people who chipped into the discussion. My favorite comment was this one by Joe Batch. It says this, few care, but none less than I. That was his response to the discussion, which I've always found it interesting when people log into a forum join into a discussion to tell everybody that they don't care. How much time did you spend researching this? Very little. It was like the first one that came up. So it was, it says the macaroon and the macaron, and they're two different things. And so it says here, um, where was it now? Uh, it says they're different cookies. Macaron are the meringue-like little sandwich cookies. Macaroons are almond or coconut flourless cookies. They're more dense and easier to make, this one person says. So there is a difference. But the key point being that I discovered that they're uh, macarons. I think we should come up so with I feel a third way to say it and then go on to that forum and cause trouble. I think that would be a valid... Mm macaroni way to spend our time it's like no guys it's pronounced macaroni come on don't you know yeah yeah exactly well i've had macaroni macarena <laughs> i've had those little cookies and not impressed it's the like macarons my, or the macaroons the the, the the macarons and they, they it's like i can feel my teeth disintegrating as that's I true they do they are them. very sugar they're very sugary that oh. is true yeah. oh. so um the you know talk about costco because i saw the macarons there and i just i i heard a guy ask his son as they were passing by are those any good and i mm -hmm. almost said save your money but the kid was so excited about it. I was like, ah, he'll find out for himself. <laughs> Maybe he'll love them. I but, like them. Uh, like my grandmother, um, um, 
um, she, she used to make tons of bacon. Like she was the family's source for treats. Okay. For, you know, as long as I can remember. Right. And, and, you know, getting that birthday cake that she made was always something so special. And Mm. when I go to a buddy's birthday and they would have bought a cake, you know, years ago and they they bought store-bought cake. It was store-bought. Yeah. Yeah. We were like like, petroleum byproduct fill up on hot dogs because the cake's going to suck. Right. Mm. We just, Mm -hmm. we just knew that. Okay. But (laughs) things have changed and the stores have really come up in their quality of cake. And now I don't want homemade cakes. <laughs> I want tuxedo cake from Costco. Oh, that is See? really. So you're See? saying that it's flipped. Like the the homemade is no longer as good as like the store bought. Now, is that I what you're saying? I'm not saying everybody's homemade cake isn't as good as store bought, but the store bought stuff is now it's well known to me and and others in my, you know, in infinitely large circle of friends and <laughs> people that, you're a popular you know, guy between you and i you know that the tuxedo cake is great right so like if we're tuxedo having a cake birthday, is great if you're coming to my place to celebrate my birthday we're having costco cake don't put the labor in just buy the tuxedo cake because it's better yeah. anyway i mean the amount of work done for for preparing these these birthday and i know some people are great at it. Um, Still not but, as good as a tuxedo cake, though. Right? <laughs> and, and a couple of years ago, um, Costco decided, and, you know, I'm, I'm so glad Costco is paying us to be mentioned on this podcast so often. But <laughs> yeah, right. We should actually have them as sponsors. We've we, talked about them a lot. And it's call them up and positive say, hey, light. Yeah. So we've mentioned you so many times. We, you owe us. And we have an ex- rapidly expanding audience internationally. Rapidly. rapidly. Well, yeah. uh, they had the the Thanksgiving stuff out. And so, you know, in our, in our country here or in our society, there's many families, you know, and it's unfortunately or typically it's the women that are, are spending all day in the kitchen to mm. create this feast. And it's like, my mom a couple of years ago just said, why don't we just buy everything and heat it up? <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. We had everything and it wasn't a day of prep work and, crossing the fingers that we remember to take the turkey and out of the oven like two hours and, and, worth of flipping and like, dishes and i know it's kind of wasteful paper plates and everything but the amount of time that we could spend together and not be making that and, stuff and, yeah yeah it's 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 very interesting how things have gone i know other stores have their their packaging and stuff um, so you but, can like buy like some kind of package, like Thanksgiving dinner from Costco. Well, you buy just the different warm, parts warm it, it up. You just, oh, buy okay. I thought it was like some it. bundle deal. They're like, are you feeling really lazy? <laughs> the new Thanksgiving bundle. 
<laughs> oh no, no, no. Actually, it was it, we were we were as a family we were somewhere else away from home, and Costco is one of the only stores that has everything there. And it was American um, Thanksgiving, which is after Canadian Thanksgiving. So yes, well mm-hmm. after. And my mom went in, saw it, and bought everything, put it in the freezer for Christmas. <laughs> so we just had <laughs> Christmas with the American Thanksgiving uh, stuff from Costco. It was perfect. Just warm it up. Yeah. It's good. Sure. With- you know, it's funny because there's sometimes there's traditions that you go and you do them year after year after year just because it's always been done that way, right? So, like, for example, with this year with uh, the whole COVID thing, my daughter graduated high school, okay? And uh, normally that would involve a whole bunch of stuff. It would involve, first of all, she has to get a graduation dress. Now, she did get one because we were prepared. We were one of these, like, let's get the grad dress ahead of time so that it isn't a mad rush. Why didn't she make it out of right? duct tape? Yeah, yeah, great that online. yeah, that was a popular one, right? Look, uh, but anyway, expensive too. Yeah, it adds <laughs> up. Uh, but anyway, so it, it was a beautiful dress. But anyway, they were like, well, we can't do a normal grad. Uh, instead, it'll be like a virtual grad. And so we kind of arranged things and had uh, some family, like small number of family and uh, friends over. And, you know, we did all the proper safety things and all that stuff. Uh, but anyway, we watched this virtual graduation. It was beautiful. The, the school did a phenomenal job on it. We're all gathered there together. We all had snacks. I had a beer during her grad. I was sitting there drinking beer in my, on my couch. In your underwear? No, I was dressed. There were people there. Oh. And well, we why? just chatted. Just turn, the, just turn the video off. You can have audio and you just relax in your... Well, your... you know, it was meant to kind of be like it was the grad, right? And we're there chatting and watching it and listening and having food and beer and relaxing. And it was comfortable sitting in our own home, being with all the family and friends. And I'm like, screw normal grads, man. This is the way to do grad. Like, why are we packing these auditoriums full of people in stuffy buildings, uncomfortable? You have to sit there for hours listening to this list of names, right? Like, forget it. From now on, this should be how grad is done. It was a hundred times. It's the nicest grad I've ever quote been to like <laughs> so it's, so it's if, the nicest grad i've ever attended so if if this this lockdown well we're not locked down now but if it's semi-lockdown for the next few years this is the way it goes there's going to be a whole bunch of kids that when they get together they'll be like uh what <laughs> what are we supposed <laughs> to be doing we can't shake hands we can't hug. let's just hold we up our phones and talk to each other via our phones while we stand next to each other they won't even know what they look each each other they can't they won't be able to identify each other in person because they'll <laughs> they'll be in 3d but with masks on so they'll only know each other by screen shots mm-hmm. and video right well, I, at the beginning of this whole thing i was sort of semi-joking we're all going to be walking around in freaking spacesuits in a year or two and it could well happen it could be like we're Mars colonists here on Earth, but that's maybe a little too dark for this. Um, anyway, that was dark, Darren. I, yeah, that, that was a downer. I sorry. Let's we have to recover from that. Yeah, it'll be a mad rush for spacesuits, just like there was for toilet paper. 
then some asshole is going to stock up on 10,000 spacesuits and then they're going to declare the whole thing over and they're going to be stuck (laughs) with a huge stock of spacesuits. And they were going to try selling to everybody and gouge everybody. Oh, man. Well, I have I have um, this this thought, this random thought. Mm-hmm. I think most of the countries that I'm aware of in my deep international knowledge of everything require... Oh, that's right. You're the expert on this. I forgot. Re- require their presidents, prime ministers, leaders to be born in their own country. Right. Not in Canada. I don't believe in Canada. You don't need to have that rule with a prime minister or a politician. I will ignore your correction of mine and and <laughs> go on. Um, I think it's it's only a certain given amount. Of, I think if you're a Canadian citizen, I think you can run. But anyway, go ahead. Thanks, Darren. If we have, if we change that rule for these countries, other than Canada, if we change that rule. <laughs> well, it's only certain positions like president, vice president. Not all, not any governmental position. Go I'm on. Struggling to go on. <laughs> if if they change that rule, there might be better presidential, prime ministerial leader options elsewhere. Because you have a much larger pool to choose from. I'm not talking about any country specifically. But mm-hmm, if there mm-hmm. aren't good, viable leader options to vote for, <laughs> maybe Just pick them from like another part of the world. Yeah, like like a country that you know, if there is a leader that has run his or her term out, they cannot right. be elected back into whatever. You sure. Know? And and we say, hey, that person would probably do a good job here. Kind of like a CEO. Yeah, yeah. it could be like coaches or CEOs or somebody. Somebody who's just a great leader. It doesn't matter where they live. Exactly. And say, hey, let's bring that person over here to run. Because it's kind of like a business. I mean, we're we're dealing with a bunch of financial stuff and social social stuff and just, you know, stuff. You know? It's a business that... Yeah, its first priority isn't to be right. profitable and necessarily, then but any country okay. that's struggling with their current picks <laughs> would, can would, trade them away. <laughs> we they, they would have the option of looking elsewhere. You could have like, like a draft. Like what would happen if our Canadian prime minister would be could be a viable option for the US president? I'm not and saying so he they would elect him. I just, right. I'm just I see saying, saying, you know, you know, maybe they want a Canadian president. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. the problem would be is they can There's, afford to pay them a lot more than we can. So they'd be stealing any of our good guys and gals, you know, uh, from us, but may, maybe you might have, have even more conflicts of interest than we have now with people in politics. Where they're serving their own countries rather than the country that they're representing or serving their own needs. I can't think of anyone in government that does that. That's why I want to do this. <laughs> I want to send our people abroad so that we have 
the inside scoop on what mm. everyone else is doing. Because you know what? I've always wondered what Denmark was up to. And if yeah. we send one of our great leaders over to Denmark to be their prime minister. I think they have prime ministers. They might have presidents. I don't know. You know, because Denmark could be up to something. And, and you're saying I, that things are going well in Denmark. Is that what you're thinking? No, they want them to be going well. So I think they're up to something. So we should. Just, <laughs> it was just a thought I had, you know, it would. Importing politicians. Remember the countries. last, the t- hmm. two presidents ago in the U S there was this big deal about someone being born somewhere else. I'm like, who right, cares? Right, right. 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 Yeah. 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 Who cares? But it's their, their law. And I just assumed every other country in the planet had the same law. That's why I said what I said. <laughs> and then you corrected me. So that's why it's good that you and I are on this podcast. Cause if it was just me, the amount of misinformation and <laughs> fake news that I'd be presenting would be the entire podcast. It would be all well, the news would be I just, much, much like the rest of what we consume media wise without the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. This would just be raw, pure, raw <laughs> stuff. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made myself snort. Perfect. All right. So, uh, Ryan, yes, is there sir. really a taste difference between cheap and expensive wines? Yeah, from my extensive wine knowledge of after touring around Edmonton's finest. Um, well, uh, yeah. And you, you think there is, they all taste like they have alcohol in it. Well, that's true. I, um, found my this gra- one. My article, grandpa used to say, go ahead. my grandpa used to say when, when talking about wine, he used to say, why, why would I want to drink rotten grape juice? Just give me the. But so many good things are things that have fermented or are sour or rotten. I mean, you could say that about so many foods. Like what? Cheese, uh, lots of dairy, um, kombucha, uh, beer. The list goes on. There's loads of food that's fermented foods. You are actually right. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking up might have been like, oh, maybe I should have wine. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. But instead, he just got your misinformed experience and he never tried it. Oh, well, cheese cheese is more of an antisocial food for some people. Hmm. So I, I guess I knocked that off my radar a long time ago. But even like bread is made through a process where the yeast... Okay, Darren, like, I mean, let's get back to the wine. So anyway, um, yeah, so this is written by a contributor to Forbes. Her name is Katie Kelly Bell, and it won the Wine Blog Award. I never knew there was such a thing. She was a 2013 finalist, actually, for Blog Post of the Year. And the question was, can you really taste the difference between a $15 wine and a $150 wine? And then she goes on to talk about a bunch of details with that. And... uh says everyone loves a challenge we swirled we sniffed we wrinkled our brows in contemplation uh took notes 
Uh, and they were trying to determine what kind of wines these were. Like they said, oh, the first wine was an unoaked Chardonnay and the second was a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, it says, much to my mortification, though, they were wrong, as was everyone else in the room. They'd tried these different wines. But it turns out, says the proprietor, chuckled and informed this room full of bright-eyed, ambitious wine journalists that they were actually the same wine, just at different temperatures. One was warmer, one was slightly cooler, made them taste different. Oh, he's a brat. I know, right? Uh, So she says she quizzed some collectors. They could tell the difference between cheap and expensive wines. It says, during one of my interviews, the wife of an especially insufferable wine snob pulled me aside and revealed that she'd in fact pulled a trick on her husband and his tasting cronies years ago. During one of their tastings, she confessed to take their dump bucket where it's all the leftover wine, unconsumed (laughs) wine. They poured all of the leftover bits and put them into an empty bottle and presented the bottle to the group as if it was a special wine. And she says, they swooned over it and I never had the heart to tell them the truth. Um, The point being, no one's really ever an expert. If you love wine, you tend to love it because it's a taste adventure, she says. I'm an expert. Yeah. So she goes on about it, but there seems to be a lot of arguments here that it's saying, no, it's really hard to tell. Um, um, I like wine before says it's actually. It's wine. a well. Sorry, go ahead. I like wine before it's wine. Like like grape, grape juice. Grape juice. <laughs> I like the white grape juice. I like the. This is a 1987 juice. Welch's. Yeah, so good. And I like it in frozen form on a stick. It's in a popsicle. Bottled in Edmonton. <laughs> It's a, it's a well-known psychological phenomenon. You taste what you're expecting to taste. They're expecting to taste a red wine, and so they did. What we perceive is a mixture of thought, vision, and taste. So, you know, basically, yeah, don't fall for the hype. If you like a wine and it's cheap, there's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of cheap wines that are good. None of them pay us to mention them on this show, so let's not go nope, through it. I'm not naming any in particular. Hey. Oh, um, hey, did I tell you, though? Speaking of sponsors, yeah, I still think we should try to get that Saks underwear company to sponsor us. I did order a pair. Yeah. But they're not leopard skin. Leopard. I, I went with the Oilers color scheme. They're like the blue and the orange. They're not a Oilers logo or anything. It's just what? the same colors as the Oilers. It's not, okay. It doesn't have like Oilers icons on it or anything. Okay. So that's what I ordered. Now it said that I got an email today that said they're being shipped. It says they should be here in five to seven days, but because of current conditions, it could be delayed. So it could be a while before I get to try them. And then we're going to go for a long stroll. I'm just going to like, you know. Yeah, on a hot day. Walk around with them, see how it feels. I'm very curious now because all this time. And you said kirkland underwear i'm not wearing kirkland underwear it's just i buy my underwear at costco but it's not kirkland brand what brand it's is it joe boxer which is some other cheap brand oh yeah okay those are but it's i don't think it's as bad as kirkland probably i uh, know it's it's same same mediocre well worse than no, mediocre no real pocket built in you know like it doesn't are, have the it doesn't have the 3D pouch. The 3D pouch. And, you know, I know we are 
externally more complicated down there. So it's nice to have, uh, you know, a little more um, acknowledgement that things happen, friction, heat. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. There would be more potential for issues there for a guy, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, women's underwear can get pretty complex too with all the frou-frou lace and all that stuff on there. Hmm. You ever worn? <laughs> okay, next topic. <laughs> no, there's no 3D pouch. Speaking of dangerous, ever come across a dangerous toy that you like, they should not be selling these. Hmm. Like dirt bikes? <laughs> dirt bikes when used in a safe manner don't cause pinkies to be broken. Darren. How about when it's a dirt bike that's like a tiny little one for kids? <laughs> and your first time ever driving it, you drive it into a tree. How about one of those? <laughs> Well, that's why you're no longer allowed to use my niece's motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. My hand's in good condition. It works perfectly. <laughs> For no, listeners who don't know, I smashed my hand into a tree dirt biking with a dinky little dirt bike that Ryan had me try out. Smashed my pinky into multiple pieces. And then uh, the doctors, they're like, here, take these painkillers, take some Percocet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like an hour later, I'm like, I don't feel any different. I, I don't think they're working, right? And they're like, here, here's your x-ray of your uh, hand. And it's like shattered. And I'm like, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> do you have any of those left over? We should do a podcast while taking, while, while having taken. No, we shouldn't do that. That's a bad, we don't want to be bad. Bad idea. Yeah, right? that would be bad. No, this is up. for legitimate medical purposes. This is but anyways, it was funny because I didn't I didn't feel like the medication had any effect on me and I was clearly under the Don't. influence. Yeah. I was like, hey everybody, come look at my x-ray in like the emergency room. <laughs> this is great. It's crazy. Look at this. It's in separate pieces. It's like those videos of the kids at the dentist when they're getting their wisdom teeth removed and their, their parents are like laughing and videoing them and those yeah like, yeah 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 just be podcast of us giggling i remember going home and looking at the road as my wife was driving home and i'm like whoa the road is going by like really fast <laughs> Because you're like looking down at the road instead of like, you know, normally you look ahead, right? So she should she's like, you know, what? just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. It's like, okay. Uh, no, I, I remember. Um, <laughs> I I bought this water balloon launcher. Like it's a, a big slingshot. It's a three person thing, right? Okay. And the instant I got it, I thought who allowed this company to sell these? You know how dangerous that is? I remember uh, we were shooting golf balls with it. So two of us were holding the handles. It's a, it's, it's surgical it's like tube. A catapult type thing, <laughs> like heavy duty. Two surgical tubes. Like you could take it, someone out with that, man. Exactly. And we, um, the, 
uh, two of us were holding it so it goes, you know, our arms stretched out, and one person pulls the centerpiece. Like it's a, like a little pocket or something that you you put yeah, the yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Put the golf ball in it, pull it back and launch it. And these balls were going 150, 180, maybe even 200 yards in the air. This is nuts. So we were launching these water balloons. You can't put a big balloon in because it's just got a little yeah, hand size pocket mm-hmm. to put stuff in. So these water balloons are very aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being at uh, a we, there was a party and and three of us thought it would be fun to start launching these things. And we aimed it at the there was uh, these two, two of our friends, they're the Rachels, Rachel and Rachel, and they're bouncing on the trampoline at the backyard. And we're around the side of the house on this, you know, and we, we saw them, we aimed it. We we're at a elevated position of attack. They didn't <laughs> see it coming from between the trees and it nailed Rachel. One of the Rachels midair on the trampoline, right in the middle of the back. Oh, and she high velocity. She just stopped jumping and fell to her knees and then on her face. And I just, I went into instant panic mode. Holy shit, let's just, get out of here. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. We were on an acreage. It's like, we're going to be killed now. <laughs> because Rachel never did anything to anyone. And I would normally not do anything to anyone. But sure. Right, Ryan. Mm-hmm. With a weapon like that in our hands, <laughs> it was just like there's a move. There's moving targets. Let's see what happens if. <laughs> and I don't think we use that thing ever after that. And Rachel, yeah. if you ever hear this, I am super sorry. <laughs> I have felt bad about that for like thirty years. So <laughs> I am so wow. sorry. But. Wow. See, but again, though, you learn things from that. Like I said to you last time, you know, talking about being a stereotypical city slicker and you being your stereotypical country boy. There's things you learn from those experiences that I would have never even been exposed to that kind of thing as a kid. Right. Like, you know, we were laughing about how I couldn't think of things (laughs) that I did as a kid in comparison to, you know, you with your slingshots and rifles and uh, (laughs) dirt bikes and ATVs. And here I was, you know, playing video games. But (laughs) I know in reality, we did do lots of stuff outside, but it was a different experience, right? Okay. So I'm going to tell you another story about something dangerous, another dangerous toy. And you think of something that, you did that you're like why did i do that okay so this is a dangerous toy slash why did i do that story hmm. when i was little spot, but go ahead i got a bb gun for christmas hmm. now these bb guns there's there's two types one crack in half put the bb no that's pelican but the bb gun you pump so you, the, the the little part yep. where you're, mm-hmm. you're yes left hand sits on you pump it up and in order to make the bb fly you got to pump it up good like you got to pump up, up to 10 they they max out at 10 then it it won't go any further but you, you pump it up to 10 so you know if i'm target shooting or you know whatever it just pump it up to 10 and, and the bb goes and it's it's a slow bb like in the air you can actually see it if you through the site it goes up and down uh, through the okay. site because it's it's slow so I was thinking, I wonder what would happen if I pumped it once. 
Mm. So I shot the BB and it just popped out the top of a couple feet. So <laughs> the natural progression of my thought was, <laughs> would if I plugged the end of the gun with my finger, would it even get close? So of course I'm going to try that. I'm like 10, right? Maybe 10 nine. year old with a gun. Okay, yeah. smart. Yeah. So it was a BB gun. It's not really. I gun. know. I know. So I, I pump it once and put my finger over the hole at the end of the, the barrel and I pull the trigger and the, the air just goes and nothing. So I thought, what if I pump it twice? <laughs> <laughs> so bang, bang. I pump it up twice, put my finger over the end, pull the trigger. Hmm. I barely felt the BB touch my finger natural thought process let's try three pumps <sighs> so you know that <laughs> you know that that mix of blistering pain combined with total regret mm. which results in complete silence with your eyes rolling to the back of your head hmm right and that question that goes through your mind, because it went through mine, was, why, God, why am I such an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that BB took the end of my finger off. <laughs> that, that would hurt, yeah. I mean, how many, pumps did it, how many pumps did you do that, that it three. probably didn't hurt? Just three. three. And yeah. that hurt. Oh, yeah. It oh. was enough. It was a lesson that it was like, well, it wasn't hard enough to actually do any damage. But it was like one of those things where I'm like, wow, am I an idiot? Like, what did I, what was I thinking would happen by plugging the end of the BB gun with my finger? <laughs> I have a stupidity confession. And then I thought, yeah, but it's, it's I not when I was a kid, though. Can handle three pumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's not someone else. That's smart. No. No, you reminded me of a stupid thing I did, but it wasn't as a kid. It was like, three years ago where <laughs> I was at, you know, one of those used car washes with the pressure washers. Yep. You know, so I'm washing the car. Don't put your finger over the hole. And then I see, down. then I see there's like a little something stuck on the hood. And so I just go to kind of pick it with my finger. Right. And then I spray it some more with the pressure washer still there. Pick a little more pressure wash, pick a little more, but this time, I didn't move my finger out of the way in time before I zipped the pressure washer at it. Holy shit, that hurts, buddy. I pressure washed the tip of my finger. Swear jar. That does not... I don't know if anyone else there has experienced this. This is like short-range pressure washer to the finger. It hurt. I was like, I am so... Freaking! See, I don't want to pay more swear jar money. I'm so freaking stupid. <laughs> See, you did that, but I was just like like some bird shit or something. I, don't know <laughs> I did it on purpose. I stuck my finger <laughs> in, the, in front of the hose. Yeah, but you were oh, ten. You were oh, ten. No. I was like I'm 45. Talking, I'm talking like a few years ago when I had the wand in the car wash. I'm like, that looks hard. I wonder if it will hurt my finger if I put it in front and it drilled a hole right through my skin. You deliberately sprayed it at your finger? 
Aren't we talking about dumb stuff that we did that we would have never done? I thought mine was stupid and it was accidental. <laughs> I'm more of a, a I, I need to I, I need to experience stuff as opposed to uh, learn from other people's stupidity. <laughs> well, you would be a great source of learning for other people then. People should tune in and listen to this podcast and learn from, from our mine. stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Okay. Well, that's that's all the important stuff I had to talk about that was really on my heart to share with mm-hmm. with, you know, you. Mhm. And then I get to listen to it later tonight while I'm trying totally. to go to sleep. Yeah. I f- it's strange cuz I can't even really remember what we covered. I remember talking about the macarons. Gross. What else did we even talk about today? You talked about slingshots and Costco cakes. Yeah. Oh, and Thanksgiving. And... Is, it, is it time to, to say goodnight? Yeah, I think we can wrap things up. Okay. Because I could go on with stupid things that people should not do. I'm sure you could. But uh... <laughs> I think I have to censor some of it just because it makes me look less than a intelligent intelligent person (laughs) (laughs) thank you for the the word less less than an expert at this stuff yeah let's wrap it up all right thank you for listening to this highly informative episode of Snooze Crew. Thanks, Darren, for your contribution. And thank you, Ryan. That was very, I feel like it was, again, a little more educational this time again. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope that... If anything, people will learn, don't point pressure washers at yourself at short range. Instantly just regret. trust us. Do not try this, okay? Just trust us. But, it hurts. but if you do, make sure someone's videoing you. <laughs> I don't think we should encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Good night. Or, or a good day. Have a good snooze. <laughs>